Okay, wonderful. So from the newsroom, we have made some calls out to Fayette County EMS. No reports of damage yet. Very fortunate. I'm also curious, as I mentioned, about flooding in that area, because I'll bet that's going to be a, a pretty big and escalating concern here over the next couple of hours. Uh, if you're just joining us here at the 5 o'clock hour, we have interrupted your normal programming on KXAN News this evening because a flash flood warning, a severe thunderstorm warning, and most importantly, a tornado warning are all in effect for central Fayette County. This storm, as I take you out to the broader view real quick, is not moving toward Austin. I know that, that might be a question on your mind if you're in the metro area. It's 90 plus degrees with a lot of humidity in Austin. The atmosphere is ready to create some storms and it may later tonight, but you can see how that storm is just sitting over Fayette County. Now, one thing that we are watching from this stationary storm is this little boundary right there. You see that little light green line that's pushing north of Bastrop through Elgin and into northeastern Travis County. That's the outflow boundary from this storm and it may actually act to spark additional thunderstorms here in Austin or even in the Hill Country, especially later on this evening. In the meantime, the tornado warning continues for Central Fayette County, so take these precautions that are on your screen now. Red next to green on the map, southwest of uh, LaGrange, means there's a possible tornado. We need you to go to the interior most room on the lowest level of your house, away from outside walls, and away from any windows that could potentially become dangerous if wind blew them out, or if a tree or nearby debris did the same. Cover yourself with pillows and blankets until the tornado warning is over. You can turn on KXAN, turn up the volume, or stream us from your phone or from your laptop, and we'll be able to tell you when it's safe to come back out of your tornado safe place. But in central Fayette County, we also need you to leave mobile homes for sturdier structure because mobile homes are not made to withstand even strong thunderstorm winds, much less, uh, much less what this storm is capable of producing, which is a tornado. As we take you back to the hail scope, let me show you why a severe thunderstorm warning is in effect, including LaGrange. The hail size is now pulsing up again southwest of LaGrange to possibly golf ball or egg size. This is big enough to damage your vehicle, possibly even your roof and the siding on your house if this is wind blown and coming in from the side. Uh, this hail is just pounding kind of the same areas over and over as this storm remains stationary uh, over that same area. Let's check back in now on the rain estimates. And you can see these continue to grow as well. We'll have to remove a couple of these warning layers to be able to query correctly uh, these rainfall estimates. But look at this. On the southwest west side of LaGrange, we've got some radar estimates, which are usually pretty on the money, of four to five and a half inches of rain. And I'll tell you, this has fallen in a very short period of time, less than two hours out there. So the Colorado River is probably rising in LaGrange and downstream from there toward Columbus. Uh, any creeks? that are in that area are rising, certainly, and dangerous. And any low water crossings, I know you guys have plenty out there in that area, those are likely going underwater. So we need you to remember, turn around, don't drown, as this flash flooding continues in Fayette County, possibly until 7.45 p.m. this evening. We'll take you back to the radar here, and I, I do want to check back in with our partners at the National Weather Service. Let me take you back to the radar, and you can look at how that storm is just sitting over this area. Uh, the National Weather Service is continuing the tornado warning for Fayette County until 515, so nothing is changing. What they are reporting now is that they're watching a cell over Muldoon for potential additional rotation. Now, as I mentioned, this, this uh, rotation right now is northeast of Muldoon. Let me zoom in a little bit so you come up on the map. You see Muldoon there on the left side of your screen. Uh, you guys are not currently included in the tornado warning. But it's possible now, we're hearing from the Weather Service, that 
that another tornado warning may be issued for that area. So let me show you why. And it looks like on the storm wind detector over the Muldoon area, we're starting to see a little bit, yeah, a little bit of additional rotation out toward Floyd and the Muldoon area. So we'll have to watch that. Hopefully that's just very brief and fleeting. The main concern continues to be northeast of Muldoon where we're seeing this broad rotation inside of the tornado warning. Now you can see, and this is a good sign actually, southwest of LaGrange, we still need to continue our tornado precautions now, but you can see how the rotation, this red next to green, is really broadening. Now it's miles wide instead of being just one pixel right next to the other pixel, which is uh, pretty indicative of a funnel at least. This broader rotation means hopefully it's just up in the middle levels of the storm. Hopefully it's up in the clouds as opposed to being on the ground. Now I mentioned a moment ago the possible rotation they're watching now near Muldoon. This is more concerning now, although a tornado warning is not yet in effect. We could see one issued right there, and now I see why the Weather Service is saying that. From Floyd to Muldoon, that's one pixel right next to each other, bright green and bright red. That's really strong rotation that's at least briefly showing up. Uh, probably in the lower levels of this storm. So if you are in this tornado warned area and continue to think about taking these precautions in Muldoon, we'll need you to take these precautions. Lowest floor of your home or business, cover yourself with blankets, anything you can to protect from flying debris, and leave mobile homes for sturdier structure. National Weather Service again confirming they are keeping an eye on the cell over Muldoon for the potential rotation but that they're not issuing a tornado warning for that part of the storm quite yet. So we are still on track to have this tornado warning, guys, expire in nine minutes. In the uh, O'Quinn, LaGrange area, south of Plum, we have this severe thunderstorm that's capable of producing a potential tornado. Tremendous amounts of lightning that's showing up with this as well, and torrential rain. Uh, until this rotation broadens out a bit more, prompting the National Weather Service to cancel this warning or to let it expire at 515, we do need to continue your tornado precautions right now. So in Muldoon, I mentioned that little additional area that we're watching and that we're concerned with closer to you. And I mentioned hopefully that's fleeting, right? And you can see actually just southwest of Muldoon. We've got a couple little red next to green there, a couple little velocity couplets as we call them. Uh, this is probably just very brief rotation that's showing up. Here's a new severe thunderstorm warning that includes that area. Uh, the National Weather Service warning of a severe thunderstorm in central Fayette County. This warning continues until 6 p.m. Uh, ping pong ball size hail, 60 mile per hour wind gusts. And this does include more of Fayette County. But they are also flagging a possible tornado with this. So this is a complicated new thing that the National Weather Service started doing not long ago. They haven't issued a tornado warning for Muldoon, but they've issued a severe thunderstorm warning with a possible tornado. So basically that's a lower confidence possibility of a tornado than a tornado warning, which is, hey, we think it's happening or it's imminent. It's about to happen. So in these areas, Floyd, Muldoon, you don't necessarily need to take your tornado precautions, but I do need you to stay with us and download the KXAN weather app so that it will siren if a tornado warning is issued or expanded for your area. And you can see now some more rotation showing up there near Floyd. Those bright greens next to bright reds. Uh, I can see why they issued a, a possible tornado tag, as we call it, on that cell. But the main concern continues to be right here. If we do have a tornado, which, fingers crossed, it doesn't look like it's happening, but if it is, it's uh, right over O'Quinn. 
southwest of LaGrange. Remember in LaGrange, we got to keep our tornado precautions going until 515 as well. You're right on the edge of that warning. And if it sneaks your way, you will be in danger. But in O'Quinn, this is right under the storm's broad mid-level circulation that we're watching right now. Uh, this is a, a, not a confirmed tornado at all. Our newsroom, as I mentioned a moment ago, has made calls out to the Fayette County EMS. No reports of damage, fortunately. Hopefully it stays that way. This is just a possible radar-indicated tornado, which we get much more frequently around here. It means we're seeing rotation. We're seeing indications that this storm may be producing a tornado, but it's not necessarily. It hasn't been confirmed yet, and hopefully it stays that way, right? As I broaden out the radar a little bit, you can see the severe thunderstorm warning continues for much of Fayette County as we watch the tornado warning set to expire a little sooner in about six minutes. These storms, as I mentioned, are not moving toward Austin, but the boundary that has caused them is. You see that little light green boundary that's moving through Manor right there on your screen? This is called an outflow boundary, and it's going to cool the temperatures dramatically in Austin. It'll feel great. Uh, instead of the hot, humid stuff we've got now. But it may also collide with other boundaries, which can kind of create a storm seemingly out of nowhere. So we're going to be on the lookout for that uh, through the rest of the evening. In the meantime, though, the Bastrop storm is not severe. We are seeing some possible small hail, some dangerous lightning in Bastrop County. But this is not a severe storm, and it's not a tornado-warned storm. The main concern continues to be uh, right here in Fayette County. Um, can you guys actually punch me up on the lipstick camera here just for the last uh, few minutes? What's hopefully the last few minutes of this uh, tornado warning? Thank you guys for that. I just want to get our viewers the latest information from all my sources, including over here. Okay, good. Tornado warning in Fayette County will be allowed to expire at 515. So I'm actually probably going to let our viewers go back, uh, guys, on the desk a few minutes before 515 because it looks, like, uh, it looks like this potential tornado, as we mentioned, has been weakening. I do want to check one thing, though, which is the, uh, the LCRA rain totals in that area. This is the main concern, I think, going forward, as long as this rotation continues to die down, is the rain, the flooding threat. I mentioned those radar estimates up to five inches. Looks like we've got some ground confirmation of over two inches of rain in that area. Uh, so no, no doubt some flash flooding is possible there, but hopefully uh, not seeing those five-inch ra radar estimates. Uh, materialize. Oh, good news, guys. Looks like the tornado warning is being canceled early. Repeat, the tornado warning for Fayette County is being canceled early now. So we should see this uh, disappear off our maps any moment. Uh, give me some confirmation, guys. Um, is that uh, Lauren back there? If we will be ready to return you guys to the... Okay. I'm going to send you guys back to the news desk. You, you see the tornado warning continues on our map here, but uh, again, in Fayette County, the tornado warning has been canceled. This will disappear off the map momentarily. In LaGrange, O'Quinn, the threat of a potential tornado has decreased for the time being. You can come out of your tornado safe place right now. We appreciate you staying with us through the storm. We will let you know if another warning is issued. Jen? Our community has just been hit, and it hurts. It hurts. There have been more mass shootings this year in America than days. And tonight we're learning more about the attack at an outlet mall in Allen, Texas. That's near Dallas. Eight people were killed and seven others were hurt on Saturday. Now grieving families are opening up about those people who were killed. Among them, 27-year-old Ashwarya Tayakonda, a native of India who lived in the area and worked as an engineer. And 20-year-old Christian LaCour, a security guard at the outlet mall. Cho Kyu Sung, 
Kang Shin Young and their three-year-old son James were shot dead. The only surviving member of the family is the couple's <coughs> oldest child, William, who just turned six. Wiley ISD confirms fourth and second grade students and sisters, Daniela and Sofia Mendoza, were also killed. Right now, their mother, Ilda, is in critical condition. Police identified the gunman as 33-year-old Mauricio Garcia. He was armed with a rifle and a pistol and had more guns and ammunition in his car. The massacre is being investigated as a case of racial or ethnically motivated violent extremism. Police are searching through social media posts Garcia interacted with that include neo-Nazi and white supremacist rhetoric. We're also learning Garcia joined the army in June 2008 but was kicked out after three months for a physical or mental condition. He was terminated without completing initial entry training. This latest mass shooting has Democratic state lawmakers and gun safety advocates once again pushing for tighter gun restrictions. That's right. KXN anchor Daniel Marine has that for us from Allen, plus some surprise visitors at the memorial to help with the healing. A growing memorial in Allen, a scene that's becoming routine for the country. We are trapped in a never-ending cycle of gun violence. And a familiar call from gun safety advocates at the Texas Capitol and what's becoming a routine for them. Texas is one big crime scene now and our lawmakers are failing us. Over the weekend, Governor Greg Abbott said the state is working to address mental health challenges, something he has called the root cause of the anger and violence. Paying his respects at the outlet mall, North Texas resident Craig Kozier says he agrees with the governor. It's a health issue in that it's behavioral. You hit the favorite spot. Meanwhile, a group of four-legged visitors with no political opinions offering pets and smiles at the memorial. These golden retrievers, part of the Lutheran Church Charities Canine Response Team. So, what do you think of Miriam? Coordinator Bonnie Fear says at this point she and the dogs have been to too many of these, but she says she's happy to help, and she says people are happy to see them. It's just that thankfulness and that hope that we bring to people that we're here and they're very, very grateful. And those dogs really did put a lot of smiles on a lot of faces out here. Now, as the work continues here on the memorial, police are once again allowing survivors of the shooting to retrieve their vehicles from the parking lot. They've been blocked off since the shooting on Saturday. Reporting in Allen, Daniel Marine, we'll send it back to you. And in the wake of the mass shooting at Robb Elementary in Uvalde last year, KXCN began a series of reports called Stop Mass Shootings to provide context and explore solutions surrounding gun violence that included looking at social media tracking. The Allen shooter shared extremist beliefs, including rants against Jews, women, and racial minorities since September. While our research is focused more on school security, the message is still the same. Mental health official and lead trainer Frank Munez of KDISD, which is near Houston, says tips from social media are crucial because there's typically a hint that someone's going to commit a violent act. He emphasizes the tips must be specific with a screenshot of the user profile so they can track down a potential suspect and even an IP address. Read more on this topic and dig into our Stop Mass Shootings report 
on KXAN.com. The termination of the COVID-era Title 42, which prevents people from entering the country on asylum, ends on Thursday. And just today, Governor Greg Abbott says he is deploying his own border force to hotspot areas where immigrants enter illegally to shore up any gaps. That's on top of the 1,500 troops President Biden is sending. House Republicans are planning a vote on their new immigration bill that includes hiring more than 20,000 Border Patrol agents and resuming construction on the border wall. Now, the president says the administration is ready for the influx of migrants this week, but our governor disagrees. President Biden is laying down a welcome mat to people across the entire world. All this comes after a driver plowed into a bus stop in Brownsville, killing eight people, including migrants, outside of a community shelter. Investigators say the suspect, 34-year-old George Alvarez, has a lengthy rap sheet. They're still determining whether the act was intentional or not. Stay with us right here on KXAN. More news after this. An Austin teacher is facing multiple charges accused of having an inappropriate relationship with a student. The Austin police affidavit identifies 27-year-old David Holwin as a teacher at Texans Can Academy in East Austin. Court documents say Holwin and a 16-year-old student initially started texting in January of this year. Those documents say the messages were very sexual in nature, some where Holwin referenced giving the victim extra credit for sexual favors. He's facing charges of sexual assault of a child and improper relationship between educator and student, both second-degree felonies. Well, the tornado warning has expired as storms remain well east of Austin for the time being. We still have a severe thunderstorm warning for some dangerous hail in Fayette County until 6. A flash flood warning for flooded low-water crossings and bridges until nearly 8 o'clock tonight. Remember, in these areas, turn around, don't drown. So when do your storms come? We've got your high-resolution forecast and the wettest week in months when we come back. First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. 2.26 inches of rain and counting in Fayette County for you folks in LaGrange. You guys are enjoying rain-cooled air. It's 69 degrees and the same up the road in Giddings. Meantime, the rest of us feel like July. 90 in Austin, 95 out in Llano. You factor in the high humidity, which is very prevalent the past few days. It feels like 100 in the shade in San Marcos. Heat index values, as we call them, 96 in Austin and in Llano this evening. The Severe thunderstorm continues out in Fayette County where torrential rain is falling, but the storm no longer rotating, still has a bit of a hail threat. Notice some storms are back building into Bastrop County and the boundary that brought these, we call that an outflow boundary, is moving quietly into Travis and Williamson counties. This may spark some storms, especially as it may converge with a little developing area of rain in the western hill country later this evening. That is actually our main concern for additional severe weather through the rest of today. Notice this bright green color. That's not a threat of severe weather as diagnosed by the Storm Prediction Center, but this is a marginal one out of five threat through the hill country through the rest of the night. Kind of a complicated setup as a typical May setup is across the state. If we look on the water vapor, let me zoom you in toward a little rotating storm system. This is storm number one, helping to produce some additional rain in parts of the hill country tonight and again tomorrow and again on Wednesday. This one will provide some scattered, very heavy downpours over the next few days. Storm number two, though, which is a broader, multi multiple piece storm system. As you can see here, this one brings us even higher rainfall totals and a flash flood threat late this week into the coming weekend. 
Now, there is a decent chance of rain where you live every day, but it's not going to rain every single day. I'll be very clear about that. Tomorrow, the rain is a little more likely. Rain chances taper off a little on Wednesday and Thursday, but Friday, Saturday, and Sunday looks to be the wettest time with more numerous heavy downpours across parts of the area. When you add this up, again, it's not a washout on most of these days of the next seven, but we could see four to seven inches of rain in Austin and especially out in the Hill Country over the next week. These are the highest and most widespread rainfall totals that we have seen in a handful of months. So when does the next round come? Well, high resolution models have a notoriously difficult time pinpointing the storm timing in a setup like this. This one, though, I think is doing a decent job. It shows some scattered storms in our eastern counties this evening. As the boundary moves west, we may see some additional isolated storms pop up in the metro, but then the hill country as those two boundaries collide that I mentioned, a higher threat of some strong storms late this evening, possibly until about 11 o'clock or midnight tonight. Notice the storms may never get that bad tonight in the metro area, but a higher chance of some rain tomorrow. That low pressure system I showed you over Mexico is spinning overhead midday tomorrow. This produces more clouds, cooler weather, and a higher chance of maybe even more scattered downpours than what is shown here, especially tomorrow afternoon and evening during the heated the heating of the day. On Wednesday, though, as that storm number one starts to pull away, there is still a chance of some scattered rain. This computer model a little drier. Rain chances, remember, do taper off a little Wednesday before they pick right back up. So tonight, after sundown, only a minimal chance of rain overnight, warm and humid at 70 degrees. Tomorrow, we'll bring your temperatures down below 90 degrees, a higher chance of some scattered storms under mainly cloudy skies. Rain, again, not guaranteed at all over the next few days, but the time we get toward the weekend, 80%, 70%, those are high chances of rain, including Mother's Day, and the flash flood threat is a little concerning as it looks right now, Saturday and Sunday. Remember, if we do get into trouble this weekend, turn around, don't drown. Thanks for listening to KXAN News Nightly. You can also listen to KXAN News Today every morning for more in-depth coverage of what matters most to you.